Okay, 124. Zor points out. Oh, so let's just let's just repeat yesterday. I want to just read 123 again quickly, just to get a head start. There are two issues when the anger-provoking situation is caused by another person. Okay? Anger-provoking situation, and there's another person involved. Number one, it appears that the other person chose to hurt him. He's a Baal Bechira. He made this choice, and therefore, it gets me angry. Number two, the very fact that there is another person involved that draws one into a fight... Not because of that guy who chose to hurt me, but because the, the feelings of pride and honor of myself, that I get triggered. This can only be corrected through pure, clear emuna. When a person lives with true emuna, it makes no difference if he was harmed by a rock, water, a person, or anything else. Live by this line, slowly but surely, this is a massive... This is like the... A lot of these, uh, <clears throat> this whole say, I mean, this whole safe, this whole Indian of, 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 of Amuna is really the, the drip of the rock on by Rabbi Akiva, right? Everybody knows that story. It's a famous story. But we're, we're, we're also Rabbi Akiva. There's also a lot of things that we don't, that we don't, we know intellectually, but it's not in our heart, right? That, 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 that stone was the lave shall Evan. It wasn't in his head. Rabbi Akiva was, was a genius. Nothing to do with his head. It had to do with the lave shall Evan, his heart, right? His rock solid heart mm-hmm. so we also have to, to drip and to drip and to drip on this our hearts because there's there's certain things that are easy intellectually but hard to get to in the inner world in the heart and the emotions and some things are, are a little more difficult this is a little bit more difficult only a lack of clear amuna creates these distinctions and incites anger when you have amuna everything slowly comes back to echad if you have amuna Emunah means there's one God first, and everything flows from that place. But we're always going back towards the one. There's not two, there's not three, there's, not four, there's one. So only a lack of clear Emunah, if you lack that Emunah, that creates a distinction. There's this guy, there's me, he chose, I have anger, I have pride. There's all these distinctions, and that's going to the obedience, one that incites anger. 124. The Zerg points out that when a dog is struck by a stick, it runs after the stick and tries to bite it. This is because the dog is unaware that the real cause of the blow was not the stick, but the person holding it. People make the same mistake. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> they fail to realize that any time a person serves as an intermediary to bring about an unpleasant occurrence, they fail to realize... At any time a person serves as an intermediary to bring about an unpleasant occurrence, he is only a stick in Hashem's hand. It's very apropos for our partials because Moshe Rabbeinu had a mate. Right? He had a stick. The stick was the one that was, that was beating Mitzrayim? No, it was a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Right? He's just a shaliach. Everybody's but a shaliach. Is this a famous story? Define famous. Did you know it? I did not. So then it's not famous. <laughs> But it's like, Some people know it. No, it's like an interesting thing. Like it's, it seems like a pretty easy muscle that you say the muscle instead of just saying the zohar says the zohar. Okay. So if you have a zohar and you have a muscle, you go with the zohar. Okay. You know, but yes, I mean I've I've heard it before. I think it, maybe I've done one twenty four before. I've done one twenty four before. Okay, I'm glad we clarified that. And here we go, Vaite. One must identify the true source of an event. One must identify the true source of an event. It is not the stick, but Hashem. The true source of an event. It takes. It might take a moment of 
true, honest, open thinking, calm thinking, could take that. If you have the wherewithal to think for a minute, what must identify, be makir, be conscious, be aware, be mindful of the true source of end of an event. Any event, all events, you could do this 8 million times a day because every moment back, is an event. And you go back and you say, oh, this happened, that happened, and you say, oh, the chef. Yeah, you do it in the now, you could do it, I could do it now from six months before, I could do it now, uh, what happened to me 10 years ago, I could do it. Is that like a chufa? If you're going backwards, yeah. If you're going backwards and you're putting a Kodesh Baruch where he wasn't, meaning in your mind he wasn't, that's called chufa, 100%. I spoke about that in the Bitochen Shirin two Sundays ago. It's a very important, it's a powerful union of tshuva to take, take some time and go back in your own personal history and where you made quote-unquote mistakes, where you got angry, where you lost yourself to put a Kodesh Baruch back in the situation, fix it up in your head, and then you actually did a real tshuva. Things can actually change. You can fire, you can create new synapses now, now in the now by thinking about Amuna in the past. By recreating situations that happened where you made a mistake, but I'm in the now, but in my mind, I'm creating an Amuna situation, you've changed now. It's a crazy thing. So that's where you put the past and the now together. That's Haya Hova Via. That's where Kodesh Baruch Hu is past, present, and future. We can do that in our head. We can't change other things in reality because of that. This isn't like us back to the future, but... In your head, you can you could create a different now and a different future because of that. Create a different reality yeah, for yourself. Right. I don't know that's if that's what all therapy is about, too, right? Cognitive behavioral therapy, all that stuff. Just be honest. Changing the reality inside the head. So be careful, he's going to charge us for what if he answers this question. <laughs> yeah, Israel, what do you want to say? The mafreya. Mikan ulahabal the mafreya. Yeshiva Shagai? Who's Yeshiva Shagai? Yeshiva Guy, Israel? Yeah, sure, the good word. Yeshiva what? Greek. The mafreya. So anybody who went to yeshiva in the yeshiva world, there's, there's a there's a uh, a lumdus, there's a svar called mikan ulahaba lemafreya. I think of I don't know if it's I don't know if it's chayim. I think it might be shimon shimon shkab. It's a concept called mikan ulahaba from now and on. But lemafreya means something was something's changing now because you're in the now going forward with a change that you now made in the past. Just crazy. Mm-hmm. Which is this is this is this is what it is a little bit. Yeah. It's all part of this in your chua. Chua is is chua is much, much bigger than we have been taught. It's not just saying I'm sorry. It's not even chua. I don't even know what that is. Two words. It's something. It's a start. But as I always say, and I'm gonna say it again and again, to say you're sorry, of course that's part of chuva. But if you think that's only what chuva is, then you're then you got it wrong. If you want to say that's a part of Chuvit to say, you know, I'm a, I'm a sinner, that's fine. Terrible. But if that's all you got, then you're wrong. Yeah. You're not right anymore. You're actually that's wrong. part one of three. Right. So know that. Anyway. You never think of Chuvit as a, a moon <coughs> experience where you can grow your moon, but this, this sounds like a way to hope. It's like an experience that actually builds your moon, and it, more than that, puts everything together from your past also. Yeah, think of it for once. What... Where, when you say tshuva, very simple, define it. In English, what would you say? Shuv. Tashuva. You return. Return where? Return. So, one of the understanding, return to Kodesh Baruch Hu, which means what? Go back. You obviously didn't have him in mind when you did what you did. And that always, maybe it could be the Yos, the Yos, the Taiva, you did know, but whatever. And put him back in that place. 
So that's what you're doing. You're returning to a Kaddish Baruch in a very serious way. It's, it's all Amunah. Kol Mitzvah All Mitzvahs are really Amunah. Every Mitzvah is really at its root Amunah. <coughs> the source, just like we're going now to the source of every event is a Kaddish Baruch the source of every Mitzvah, pick any Mitzvah, has to be Amunah. Tefillin. Why put it on Tefillin? Because I believe the Kaddish Baruch told me to put on Tefillin. That's the simplest. Why am I doing anything? Because I believe a Kaddish Baruch told me to do this. The classic tshuva is though for something that you did that was incorrect. That's the... Right? I don't know if that's the classic... No. That's how we learn the classic tshuva. Okay. But I don't know if that's, that's the way it should be. Say, how would you yeah. combine both of those things? How would you combine... I mean, thinking about something in your past that was not stellar and then plugging Hashem into... How would you... Just, do you mind... Like... How would you play that out in your brain? What, what a person stole. Yeah. He stole. So he stole something six weeks ago. Okay. And so now you can, you can, in the now say, clearly I was lacking Amuna, Kodesh Baruch in you. There, the, the taiva that I had was inappropriate. It was lacking clear faith that I get what I get from you. It's lacking, it was lacking a lot of things. But I, but I'm now recognizing that deficiency that I had then, and I want to, first of all, I'm wrong. I'm admitting that what I did was wrong. Right, Moda, you have to say it out what you did. And then you're, then you're going to, I feel, I feel, that, I feel bad. I feel bad that I stole, and I feel bad that I also lacked a muna. That's where, that's where it came to the stealing. And now I'm, now I'm saying, I'm, I'm plugging in back in a muna because I made a mistake, and I wish what would have happened, what would have been different. It could have been different if I would have <clears throat> recognized that the thing that I was jealous about that my neighbor had in his lawn, I would have recognized that everybody gets what they're supposed to get and that wasn't appropriate for me. That's not what you wanted for me to have. I should have <laughs> dove into you and Mitzvah Shem, I'm going to go right there and that's not going to happen again. Something like that. That, you know, build that out a little bit. You have a real tshuva. I said, I'm sorry. You know, a person can get, you, you get, you need to have some level of emotion to have it to be a tshuva shleimah. Yeah? If it's not emotional, it's just intellectual. It's like those guys that get up, they these sports players I, I always laugh at this thing they do some crazy thing whatever it is it's usually not killing people but it's like close to that and they get up on TV and say I'm sorry for my actions I was wrong and then like they're passing him like $50,000 under the table you know <laughs> the fact that he said that He's, he feels remorse he doesn't feel remorse he just got in trouble so he has to apologize it's all fa- Everything's fake 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 it's all fake news that's what a Kaddish Baruch wants he knows what you're thinking you're just gonna say empty words you can't say empty words it has to be real so the more you get into this picture, instead of just saying, I did that thing that was wrong. It's so, it's true. It's so low level. It's so uncomplicated. It's so unsophisticated. It, there was a lot that went into that. There's a lot of mistakes that went into it. Not to make yourself feel bad, but to even to help yourself, you have to realize where you made the mistakes. A lot of the, a lot of the problem in life is because we didn't have the muna. Trace it back. And then you can make a real tshuva. Okay, let's, let's continue. So again, one must identify the true source of an event. It is not the stick, but Hashem. So we're talking about getting attacked, we're talking about getting hurt, somebody, somebody. Sometimes this stick appears in the form of a rock, sometimes as a water, and sometimes as a person. Either way, it's still a Kaddish Baruch Hu. The common denominator, though, is that they have the same origin Hashem himself. Don't get confused that this person has a das. Don't get confused that this person can talk and a rock can't speak. Don't get confused because your gaiva is going to get triggered and your covet and your jealousy is going to get triggered when there's a person there versus when there's a rock there. That's just a trick. At the end of the day, don't forget. 
Kodesh Baruch is behind everything. How that plays out might be a little bit different, but the beginning is a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and the end is that the stick hit me because the Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted that. Get that down straight before you start dealing with the middle, with the person you're dealing with. If you start dealing with the person first, you're already behind the April, you're already lost. You're already confused, you're not getting it right. Kodesh Baruch Hu, I got hit. Kodesh Baruch Hu is the one who sent the stick to hit me, and the stick hit me. So the beginning of the world is all Kodesh Baruch Hu, Right? That's how our, 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 our reaction, let me, speak that, let me speak English here, that's the emotional response, that's where it should stem from, right? Emotions generally stem from a way of thinking, usually it's subconscious, it's usually it's uh, m- micro thoughts, right? The thoughts happen so fast, you're not, you know, you're not conscious of it. Automatic thoughts, they call it. Automatic thoughts, so we want to we create a new style of automatic thoughts, God first. Remember, Kodesh Baruch, who was there at the beginning, and he's there at the end when, when I got hit. Let's react with that. Now we could deal with the person. It's with a kid also. I'll say not, not, I'll say not, it's not somebody harming us, but a kid does something in the house. I don't know. He spills the orange juice all over the table, like the whole bottle. Like not just a cup, but the whole bottle. Oil. It's like the word. Oh, don't, I can't do oil right now. We had a fiesta. Just imagine it was orange. Let's just imagine it was orange juice. That's not too high of a level. Too of, early in the morning. Yeah, it's way too much. A bottle of oil. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, you dump a hole. See, so automatically right away, you just for some people, if they have a little bit of you know, I mean, I know you're tzaddikim over here, but somebody, somebody who has a little bit of a, a trigger in them might just like yell at the kid and just like get so upset at the situation, and and especially if he has a meeting and he has to go somewhere, that can just like totally. That kid does stuff like that. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, so there could be a lot of different factors that can make the whole situation like light up, like a, you know. It's a powder keg what they used to call it in Europe a powder keg which is ready to explode that's my history knowledge <clears throat> but if you can download the program that whatever happens <clears throat> is sourced from a Kaddish Baruch if you really can download that not just in your head but you, your reactions are dependent on that so now the orange juice spills all over the table you're going to be late for a meeting the kid's done it now six times in a row <laughs> You have a chance. You have a chance to stay calm. Now, the kid's not going to be allowed to pour orange juice anymore. Just because HaKadosh Baruch is the one who did this, that doesn't mean we just let people make mistakes again and again and again. HaKadosh Baruch might be telling me, I think it's time to either teach the kid how to pour, lock the fridge, right? That doesn't mean I have to lose myself to get to that point. You can educate properly from a place where you have settled your mind, you have this, this structure proper. Kaddish Baruch decided this is going to happen. And from that, you're calm. And now I can properly guide the situation myself, right? This is what we're trying to do here. When David Melch was cursed by Shem Ben-Gera, his reaction was, famous line, this is like, yeah, it's, it's a nach. This is actually a nach, not a zohar. When David Melch was cursed by Shem Ben-Gera, his reaction was, Hashem told him to curse. Right, it was uh, Avishai, I think it was Avishai, his, uh, was it Avishai, anybody? Navi? I think it was Avishai, I don't remember. Avishai, David's uh, right-hand man, or whatever, his, his army guy wanted to go kill Shemi. Mama, she would have done in a second. David says, no, 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 Hashem wanted Shem and Garrett to curse me. He still, took, he still had him taken care of. But from a place of, calm. from a place of calm, where he rebelled against the king, it was well thought out, it was rebelled against the king, and he didn't tell Shlomo to go kill him. He said, take care of him. Right? 
No, it's it was done. In, he was Chayv Misa. Leaves the thing. That wasn't true. He died many years no. after so David's death. The, the town. This is well after the situation. Well, after David died. It's years after, two years after David died. He tells Shlomo to take care of it, like, at, at the end of his life. That's yeah, yeah. He, one of the things he said, he says, tell, make sure you take care of Shemin. Because he was, Shemin Ger was Chayv Misa. Shemin Ger was Morib and Malchiv's Chayv Misa, but David didn't want to kill him out of uh, an emotional place. Even though he was Chayv Misa. So he waited. And he, he was a calculated, and, and he didn't tell Shlomo to go kill Shemin Ger. He did take care of him. So Shlomo Melch says to Shemin Ger, after David dies, Shemin, you're never allowed to leave Yerushalayim ever again. Never. Right? He created a situation, a new rule from the king. You can't leave. Two years later, I think it was two years, one of his like donkeys ran away. Shimon Gera went to get it. The second, the second he left the town, they were waiting for him. Two years, they were waiting for him. Oh, he left the town. The king said, you can't. Marba Malchus, then they killed him. David Melech said at the beginning, he wanted, Hashem wanted him to curse him. Similarly, we may say that Hashem told him to hit. Hashem told him to spill the orange juice or even the oil. Or even oil, but don't forget, it doesn't mean leave oil un, uh, you know, unprotected because well, Kaddish Baruch decides anyway if it's going to spill. So what do I have to do? No, that's that's not proper hishtadlus. Bitalchon is when it spills. Amuna is when it spills. Kaddish Baruch said, but you also have to do hishtadlus. Lock it up, man. You know, got to be careful. That's what Kaddish Baruch wants us to do. Hashem told him to break. Hashem told him to embarrass. Although these examples are not found in the Torah, a wise man will extract a message from. Hashem told him to curse. And understand that the proper approach should be nothing other than Hashem told him. Sounds like Ein Od Movado. This is, a, this is the practical, modern way of saying Ein Od Movado. Right? Nothing else but him. Hashem told him to hit. Hashem told him to embarrass. Hashem told him to d- spill. This is how we learn the sugi of Ein Movado, which is the sugi of Emunah. But in a way that you can you break down the big chunk of Ein Movado, this massive chunk, you have to break it down into pieces and able to be able to chew it properly. That's what we're doing over here. Very, very important. Continue tomorrow. What's your instinct of reaction when something bad happens? Is it, oh, crap? Like most people? Or is it like, someone just did that for some reason? Well, that's what we want, that's what, that's what we want right. to get to. At least get to that, yeah. Like, usually, oh, crap. Yeah, well, we want to change that. Okay. Thanks, sir.